you for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or as always, head on over to AmericaOutloud.com, where you can click the Listen Live tab, and for 24-7 talk radio, and while you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily over at AmericaOutloud.com. Rob and I have been doing this show on America Out Loud since 2020. We're excited coming up on our uh, two-year anniversary, about to start our third year on the network. Uh, Rob and I have been doing the show together before then, probably since around 2018, and uh, it's been a great ride. I think we make a great team. Uh, Rob's definitely more the outgoing of the two of us. I'm more of the... uh, I'd say I have some more controversial opinions at times, like uh, George Floyd. I think he overdosed. Um, there's a few out there that I've said. Matt Gates. I'm supporting. Uh, I would support over President Trump. I say some outrageous things sometimes, but that's just kind of my thing. But Rob, he's a great talker, man. This guy, he can talk about one subject for 30 45 minutes straight. That's definitely a skill I do not have. So I think we balance each other out very well. And uh, we're very excited for our third year here on America Out Loud. As many of you have probably noticed lately, uh, the World Economic Forum was taking place and a lot of our political leaders happened to go. This is a forum where these rich elites get around and smell each other's farts and tell each other how great they are. And uh, talk about how they're going to rip us off, the peasants, and they how they can continue to enrich themselves. Uh, these people are so full of themselves. You've got John Kerry up on stage talking about how he's going to help us save the world. And everybody at the World Economic Forum is literally saving the world because of their policies on climate change. And he's saying all this as they're all taking private jets to Davos. Um and the fossil fuel uh, traction is just huge on that trip with all these rich elites going, talking about climate change. But these are rules for me, not rules for thee, according to them. So uh, they don't care about the rest of us. They're just worried about enriching themselves. I think politics sh- politicians should be banned from going to this. I mean, my governor, J.B. Pritzker, was there, a billionaire. Uh, it's almost like these groups get together and they kind of shape policy without any elected officials um, or any election voters having any say in it. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on this World Economic Forum and so many of the elites attending it? Well, Andrew, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about Davos, 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 Switzerland, wherever it is. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> I have forgot that we're up on our uh, – this is our third year. We started in 2020. Wow. Funny how time flies. Because as you mentioned, we we were on Twitter, and we were doing our stuff on Twitter, and we had a good traction following. And we were, for the most part, just giving people real news, news that the mainstream media – is not giving them. No, it was couched with our opinions. But we made certain you knew when we were giving you our opinions. But for the most part, a lot of our opinions were truth, turned out to be truth. 
Now, some would say, oh, with a conspiracy theory, what someone once said, conspiracy theory is a down payment on the truth. But we've been doing this for quite some time, bringing you these shows. Started out on Twitter, on Periscope. We got banned because we were speaking truth to power. We were calling out our elected officials. We were calling out social media. They didn't like it. And I, and I just, I marvel at the fact that we were actually in someone's target, Andrew. It wasn't as if though we had these huge accounts. I mean, between the two of us, I would say about 100,000. But we were making an impact, an impact that they did not like, they being the left, they being the woke crowd. And this was during the genesis of this whole uh, George Floyd and what happened to him and the, the lies that were being told. And it was during COVID and people were going out protesting without wearing masks, but they were telling everyone else to wear masks, stay inside because you're going to die. And we were saying, don't believe this. This is just a bunch of hooey. Fast forward 2023, almost two years since uh, COVID hit and the, the big shutdown. Look at the people who have gotten rich, big pharma. Look at the people who are in the poorhouse, the sheeples that believe them. People are still walking around with masks on. And they've gotten it to a new level. I thought it was interesting when they started out, Dr. Fraud, Frotchy, Frankenstein, whatever you want to call him, who's now a millionaire, told everyone, don't wear a mask. You don't need a mask. That's going to protect you. And then once they realize they can convince people to wear a mask and then start chipping away at their rights, wear the mask. Don't go outside. Just a regular doctor's mask. Then they say, oh, no, we, we don't want you to take the K95 mask because the hospitals need those. But you can wear the other little blue mask. People started running out for the mask. Oh, I can't go without a mask. People were actually wrapping uh, bandanas around their mouths and their nose. I don't want it to get in my nose. It was, it was hilarious when you look back on it. It was hilarious. And if the media actually reported on it, we would look and say, gosh, we were stupid. But people were actually running around wearing masks and some people wearing panties and wearing sanitary napkins. And I, what? I would walk down the streets with my kids and people would like cross the other street thinking, oh, the kids, they'll give it to us because we were told kids have germs, they'll give you the virus. It was a height of insanity. People were going into stores, Andrew, taking up all the toilet paper. I mean, you don't have that much R's to wipe. <laughs> Come on. There was a supply chain problem on the toilet paper. What about the food? Oh, I don't care about the food. I just got to make sure I wipe my butt. I mean, this is hilarious. What you st I mean, actually, stop and think about it. People thought that they were going to run out of tissue, toilet paper. Okay, if you do, put your butt up under the sink or something and wipe and wash it. And then once they realize that there's an overabundant supply of toilet paper, you had some people with the audacity going back to the stores to return it. Oh, I don't need this. I bought too much. Okay, why don't you just save it for a rainy day? No, I want to get a refund. You had stores saying we will not refund on toilet paper. And then the Lysol? Oh, my gosh. Andrew, people were selling it on the streets for like 50 bucks for a spray can. And alcohol had gone up to $20. The insanity. But people were afraid. Because the media was able to trick them. And when you try to tell people now, wait, stop, think about this. This doesn't make any sense. Right? Initially, we were all afraid. We didn't know what this was. Because level heads were unable to come out front and say, folks, take a deep breath. We're going to get through this. And then fake news, CNN, MSNBC, Washington Post, New York Times, they were reporting on the death numbers. And people were sitting in front of their TV saying, oh, my God, this person died. Oh, my God, the numbers keep going up. A am I going to be next? And you had people 
who were coming out saying, we were told that if a person died just to market as if they died from COVID, and that was reported on very little. No one said much about it at all. We had a corner to come out and say, well, we were told that if they died, just put COVID. And then they had the morgues on the outside. And people, oh, yeah, this is real. It's real. And CNN just kept bringing the numbers up. Oh, look at how many people. All this. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, other small countries that didn't buy into all this, they said, no, mass immunity, go, go about your regular life. Keep doing what you're doing. But we all oh, we can't believe them. We can't trust them because they don't know what they're talking about. We want to scare all of our people. It was all by design. It was all by design because you have those people right now that went to Davos that were there talking in secret as to what we're going to do. Bill Gates there, who's always had given a TED talk saying there's going to be a huge virus that's going to come and it's going to knock out half of the population. Mind you, half of the population was not knocked out like the Spanish flu and all these other the black long and things that took place like earlier on in our, our, our country's history. But see, they go to these little secret hideouts and they discuss this and no one is there to really report on it. No one of an official capacity. Remember when Trump went there, Trump said, look, we're not going to keep doing this, what you guys are doing. America's giving all of our money to the world and then we get trounced on. Oh, they didn't like him when he said that. Oh, we got to keep him out. He can come one time and then no more. Because this is like a quiet little group of billionaires that's making all these decisions. No one ever thought to think, well, did they discuss the COVID there like a year or so ago? And then it happened and then everything just started being shut down. People looking at the numbers, oh, we're dying, oh no. People weren't allowed to go to funerals to see their loved ones off. People had to put their plans on hold, weddings. Graduations couldn't do it. Let's just take away the graduation. Whole generation of kids, no graduation, no, none of this, no prom, nothing. You stay at home, no socialization. In the meantime, kids were killing, killing themselves because they couldn't deal with it. And we took it lightly. Oh, it's no big deal. That's just one child. Oh, it's sad. Oh, yeah, but let's just move on because we got to shut everything down. And why were they doing it? Why were they shutting things down? Oh, it was all so they could scare you so that they wouldn't have to elect President Trump into office again. That's all they wanted, Mike. And that was how they were able to like, wait, we can tie this all in together. Because initially, like I said, no one knew what was happening. You had Nancy Pelosi saying, come to Chinatown. Oh, you won't get a virus. You had Governor, Governor Cuomo saying the same thing. You had Mayor de Blasio. Oh, come to Chinatown. Oh, come on, folks. Let's just let's love it all up. But then once they realized, wait a minute. We can affect an election because we can scare the bejesus out of everyone and tell them don't go to the polls. Then we can do mail-in ballots, which is what they did in 1844 when everyone started cheating and they had voting for that went on for like indefinitely. Of course, the Democrats knew how to do it. We can just mail people ballots. We can even complete the ballots and say, this is who you're going to vote for. Just sign it and send it in. And you don't even have to sign it. Just let someone else in your house sign it and just send it in. And then we had ineffective judges who did not want to do the research to look at it. We had the FBI who didn't want to bother it. They, oh, that's just too much work. We don't have time for that. Trump is out anyway. We don't need Trump. Let the Democrats do what they want to do. And this is supposed to be America. But you can't talk. You can't say anything. So under the rules of you got to stay inside, our rights were chipped away. Then they ushered in diversity and equity, which makes absolutely no sense. You have corporations right now. This is our diversity and equity team. It's a nothing team, people who are unqualified, who know nothing about diversity or equity. The only thing they want to do is we want to put white people down. We want to put black people up. We want to put straight people down. We want to put up these transgenders and transminsters and all these other people. We want them out front. And for what? We just got up with St. King's celebration of his birthday. 
Do we actually think that's what King wanted? Do we? That wasn't part of his dream. That wasn't part of his hope. And we spoke about this on our King birthday celebration show and how the left has just like weaponized. They've denigrated and then weaponized King's speech. So now you have people walking around saying, oh, that's racist. Oh, this right, this right. Like, what is racist? Like, are you serious? But this is diversity and equity. They even have college classes where you can go and t- learn about diversity and equity. What about equality? Nope, nope, diversity and equity. We want more people here. The rest of you people just get to the back of the line. We will never come together. We will never be able to rid ourselves of this ugly sin of hate. Notice I didn't say the sin of slavery. Because when you look throughout the world, there was slavery all over. And stop thinking that white people went to Africa and kidnapped a whole group of Africans and brought them here. That didn't happen. Hey, come on. They brought the people here who were captured by other Africans, and then they sold them. Like, can you imagine? Okay, you got a bunch of white people going to Africa. Like, okay, where did we go? We, we're just going to just wander around and then find some people and kidnap them? No, it didn't work that way. Come on. That's a fairy tale. It was an Atlanta slave trade. It was well-organized, well-oiled machine. They went there, got the people who had already been captured. Then they brought them back here. But, you know, no one wants to look at that. We just want to look at a group of people who were done wrong. And yeah, when they got here, they were mistreated. It should not have happened. And it went on for hundreds of years. That was wrong. But it happened in other countries. You go to Italy, you'll see mosques that are there. You go to Spain, you'll see the same thing. Because when the Moors came in and captured and held, held them captive for like hundreds and thousands of years, that's why we have all this diversity in different countries. You have Chinese people in Jamaica. Like Chinese were like in Jamaica, really? And it's just like all over. But we don't see it that way because we have a group of people who go to Switzerland, Davos, Davos, and they sit there and they talk and they talk about climate change and they talk about how the world is going to be over. Meanwhile, they're the biggest polluters with their big jets, jet streams. Well, this is the only way we can get there. And as John Kerry once said, well, you know, I'm an important person and I'm constantly traveling. So I've got to go here. I've got to go there. So I need this. Yeah, but we need gas stoves. But yet there's a push to get rid of them. And then you have the Democrats and the media saying, oh, come on, Republicans are just doing their regular thing again. They're just trying to scare you. Oh, really? Well, we cautioned you back with COVID and said what they were going to try and do to shut you down, take away your rights. And you said it wasn't going to happen. And look at what happened. You can't believe these people because they're lies. And the media will never be forthcoming because they have a dog in the fight. Well, how did this happen? Well, it happened over time. People were lying at wait. And when the moment came, and that moment for it now was COVID, they changed the entire landscape. We have to be watchful. As the Bible says, be watchful unto prayer. But we slept and look at what happened. We'll pick this up on the other side of the break because we people need to understand what's happening here, what's happening in our great country where they're having these little private meetings and going different places and saying, oh, well, this is for the good. It is not for the good, especially when you don't have regular people there as a representative, when you only have the the one percenters who are there discussing how you should live your life and what you should and you shouldn't do. It is extremely dangerous. And we must wake up and push back, Andrew. Absolutely right. And we're going to talk more about that including people like Kirsten Cinema, who attended the event, looking like she had just uh, slaughtered a sheep and just put it over her head 
and wore it as a shirt. I mean, her outfit was absolutely ridiculous. I appreciate some of the things her and Joe Manchin have done. But man, this woman seems like she almost cares more about what she's wearing than uh, what her actual policy is. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. Cold and flu season is here. Wouldn't it be great if you had a way to minimize airborne viral threats? Well, now there is, and it's a povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray called Cofix RX. You might even say it's just what the doctor ordered. To reduce your chance of getting hurt, you wear a safety belt when you're driving. To limit sun damage, you wear sunscreen on the beach. Cofix RX is just like that. It's an additional layer of protection. It's sold by thousands of pharmacists and medical doctors nationwide. It's made right here in the USA. Again, it's a povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray. You've heard them talk about it here on the Outloud Network over and over again. Check out cofixrx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com for a retailer near you or use coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off at cofixrx.com. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, and as we said, we're going to continue to talk about Davos, the World Economic Forum. And uh, that meeting, before we went to break, I was talking about Kirsten Cinema, her outfit, um, her speech, where she actually high-fived Joe Manchin uh, for helping her block the Democrats' filibuster. Uh, if you remember, this is a woman who ran as a Democrat, and now she's an independent. Perhaps she thinks that uh, she has a better chance of winning in a state like Arizona, where they supported a guy like John McCain for so many years. Seems to be the... Uh, maybe like independence more in Arizona than a lot of other states. And a lot of Republicans have given her credit uh, for blocking some of these things. Now, when uh, the elections come up and she's up for re-election, I would certainly uh, vote for a Republican over her if I lived in Arizona. There is no doubt about that. She has not done enough to win the Republican vote in my mind. But uh, she's there just talking it up, talking about how her and Joe are blocking all these things and how important she is. Uh, It's just unbelievable that these elites don't have any self-awareness at this World Economic Forum talking to their fellow elites uh, like this isn't going to be leaked out for everyone to see. Uh, And then you've got Humpty Dumpty Brian Stelter fired from CNN that's hosting this event. It's just all so ridiculous, isn't it, Rob? It's completely ridiculous, Andrew. And I was completely unaware that Kristen Cinema was there at how is it pronounced? Davos or Davos? It doesn't really matter. I think Davos, but Davos. Okay, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna phonetically write it down. Da da bos. Okay, so make it so I can get it right. Yeah, I wasn't aware that she went. Uh, and what she was saying, and I mean, high fiving Joe Manchin because they were blocking. Again, Republicans cannot hang their hats on Joe Manchin or Kristen Cinema. 
We can't. And earlier on, when we thought we saw some uh, wins because we thought Manchin was going to push back on things and then he started giving in, I've always said, you can't hold your hats on them, hang your hats on them. What you have to do is get them out of office by supporting Republicans who have the agenda that you like. Now, that brings me back to this guy, George Santos. Please, folks, stop talking about George Santos. Republicans, forget about it. He's there. Make him vote the way you want him to vote. Treat him like a puppet. But why are you going after him? Then what if the guy gets mad and says, screw you, I'm going to become a Democrat. Then we're screwed. Come on. Stop shooting yourselves in the feet, the foot, or whatever. You got this little contingency. Oh, we want him out because he lied about this. He lied about that. Joe Biden is a liar in chief. Why aren't you guys after him? Why don't you guys want to impeach him? Well, it's too early. It's too early to try to get rid of George Santos. There are so many other people in the Biden administration that you, could, you should be up at arms over and want to get out. You should impeach Nancy Pelosi. You should impeach Adam Schiff for lying. These are the people you should be focusing on and saying, we want to get them out of office. Why aren't you doing it? Why would you try to diminish the small margin that you already have? What is this? I don't get it. I mean, every day there's a Republican. We want him out and we can't believe he's on a committee. And this is exactly what the media wants so that they can deflect, so that they don't have to talk about those hoity-toity people in Davos creating foreign policy and then forcing it down our throats. They won't have to talk about this guy, Klaus Martin Schwab, who's 84 years old, who created this whole world summit deal back in 1971. He's a billionaire. He can care less about America. These folks are immune to the things that they're pushing down our throats. Because while they'll tell you to get rid of all the gas, you don't need any gas, use electricity, they'll be in their private compounds using gas and saying, well, are you serious? We got to have gas. Look at Al Gore, who's at Davos. I mean, just preaching and screaming and the world is going to end and it's our fault. You know what? What he should do is lay off the steaks and the potatoes and the bread because the dude, is he's definitely tilting the scale. He's probably up there near 300. Does not look healthy at all. But back in Tennessee, he has a huge spread, a huge mansion. What does he need a mansion for? And it's only him. Who is he entertaining? And let's just stop and think about this. All these hoity-toity people that are trying to tell us how to live, they're living in mansions like Barack Obama, like Joe Biden, who has a mansion in Delaware. I think he has two homes in Delaware. He has a home somewhere else. We know that he has a private garage for his Corvette Stingray, where classified documents were found, and we're now being told, oh, don't pay any attention to that. But they were there, but come on, Joe, what were, what were they there for? And I know that there are some people think that this is a hit job. The Democrats are trying to get rid of Joe. I don't care if they're trying to get rid of him or not. Why were the documents there? And if they were there, why aren't we saying, hmm, maybe we should investigate, maybe we should impeach him? I think this is moving too slow for me. It's moving much too slow. Now, someone said, well, we're trying to get this all organized. No, Republicans, if you knew you were going to take the House, you should already be on top of this. You should already have investigations. You should have already called Joe Biden or someone within his orbit before the House to testify. What are we waiting for? Back to my story. That's just a little tidbit for you to think about, this old Davos thing. But I'm telling us, don't do this and don't do that. Meanwhile, they're doing it because they're billionaires. They don't care. They don't care if they've gotten rid of all the gas stoves, got rid of the gas cars, and then you're on a bicycle pedaling around because you can't afford an electric car. Don't you guys see what's happening here? It goes back to what I was saying in the first block. COVID came. They told us a bunch of lies. Who was dying? Who wasn't dying? Yet half of the population didn't die from COVID. And now we're finding out, Andrew. Now we're finding out that they overestimated the numbers of people that died from COVID. Well, guess what? We said this early, way back when. <laughs> I mean, we, we were at the forefront of it. Go back and pull the shows. We said that people that were dying, they weren't dying from COVID. They might have had COVID, but COVID wasn't the underlying thing that killed them. Some of them were diabetic. Some of them had a heart problem. Some of them were drunks. Some of them was just their time to go. But oh, we're going to say COVID because we want to scare the people. 
and scare the people they did. So you still have people running for that mask and a car driving by themselves with the mask on. Was anyone at Davos, were, were any of them with a mask on? Did any of them produce their cars to say, hey, we had the shot and now they're pushing another shot? Meanwhile, you have people, young people dropping dead, young people from heart attacks, from strokes, and no one to say anything about it. Right, absolutely. And just to speak on that mass thing for a second, I always watch the local news and sometimes the view comes on after the local news. So I'll see like the first 30 seconds before I change the channel. But I noticed uh, the other day on The View, when they come in and start their show, the entire audience is masked up. And then uh, you got Whoopi, Joy, and Sonny coming out, not wearing a mask, just up there laughing, having a good time. It's just like so obvious that they think that they're just better than the average person. And they don't even want to be in the same room with a normal person that does not have a mask on. These people are pathetic. It makes absolutely no sense at all when you see people sitting around with masks on. But, you know, there was fear. They put fear there. So people decide to get the mask. So they're probably discussing that in Davos, saying, oh, we got it. We got it. We, 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 we managed to scare them on this. What else can we scare them on? Just to keep it going. Just to keep a thing going. I mean, it has been like 2020, 2023. So it's almost three years, is it? Yeah, almost three years that this thing has been upon us. And people are still freaking out. Whereas all these hoity-toity people, they're living their lives. They're living their best lives while we're suffering. And they're taking away our rights. The diversity and equity and all this. I mean, think about it, Andrew. When Trump was in office, he was fighting so hard against a lot of this craziness. And he had people in his own administration that were fighting against him. And Washington, D.C. as a whole, as I've said previously, is a cesspool of deviance, wokeness, and swampers. So just one man aware of this and saying, how, how do I affect change? How can I like really change the tide if the people, the voters, unaware as to what's happening because the media isn't going to report on it and as we said in one of our shows if a tree falls down in the forest if there's no one there does it make a sound so if the media doesn't report on this stuff does it really exist i would encourage you all to go back and look at that podcast because we made some really valid points things that i don't think people are listening to I mean, everything has become so politicized and political and people can't see through it. And then those who do, they are afraid to say anything because the media is in charge and they will quickly label you a racist or a denier of this or that. And there's only a few people that are pushing back. Somehow we have got to I mean, gain control and turn this thing around. And I'm not saying turn it around, make everything conservative. No, we can meet in the middle. But what we don't need to happen is what's happening now. Because when you look out there and you see how our country has just changed so drastically for the worst, not for the better, but things have changed. And it is horrible. And the fact that you have these hoity-toity billionaires going to this place in Switzerland and discussing the World Economic Summit and we're going to discuss global climate change and you got the two biggest polluters, John 
Kerry and Al Gore there. And it's like, all you guys need to do is just go to China and, and go to India and say, will you please stop doing what you're doing? Because you're going to destroy the earth. It's not the United States. It's not Europe. But they have you thinking that it's you. You know why? Because you're gullible. And they know that your governments are controlled by gullible people who will force you to do things that you don't necessarily want to do. And then you have the media, who's also their point guard. They're saying, oh, yeah, we'll do this and we'll do that. Meanwhile, we poor, poor innocent people, we're, we're at their beck and call. We can't do anything. And then you have this group, BlackRock, which is one of the, world, the world's largest, I think, uh, managers of wealth management. And they're ESG, this environmental social governance, and they're pushing that. And if you don't do this, we're not going to invest in your firm. And we're, this has got to stop. But how do you stop it? Because we have a generation of kids at school that's being taught this nonsense. Like I said, I remember the 70s and the 80s and the 90s when they were kids were in school and they were telling them that this is what's going to happen. And climate change, and it didn't take off. But you have a generation of kids that have been fed a steady diet of this craziness that now they're, they bought into it. And they're thinking that if they don't participate, if they don't do something, the world's going to be destroyed. Well, the world's going to be destroyed eventually anyway. And then you look at this girl, Greta Van Suster. Why won't she go to China and protest? Why won't she go to India? Well, she won't go to India because she won't get the, uh, the coverage that she wants. Because a lot of the reporters are saying, oh, it's too hot there. It's smelly. And I'm not going there. She won't go to China because they would probably kick her ass out and say, you better get out of here. We don't want none of that crazy stuff. So where will she go? She'll go to these friendly areas like Germany, Europe the United States, and then she'll stand at the gates giving everybody the stink eye. You're killing me. This Does she even finish? Does she even graduate, Andrew? I, I don't think she's gone to college because she's going to make a living off of what she's doing now. She's been indoctrinated. And it's like, Greta, remember what AOC said that the country was going to be destroyed in 10 years and we're still here? Al Gore has been preaching this since the 80s and we're still here. He said that we're going to all, the world is going to freeze, it's going to freeze up. And we're still here. The polar bears are still populating, still producing. And I'm sure they're all mad at the polar bears because by now the polar bears are supposed to be extinct. We're not supposed to have any polar bears. But they're still here, so damn those polar bears. So since that didn't happen, they've now targeted Americans with the whole COVID thing. And slowly they're trying to say, well, you know, we probably we, we probably made a mistake and, you know, we did our best and no one should be prosecuted because of it. No, they should be prosecuted. They should be thrown in jail. Because what they did is unforgivable. People who die who should not have died. As I said, people that are dying now, young people dying, falling down of heart attacks. Every day you, you look at the paper, someone has died of a heart attack. Quiet as it's kept. And no one wants to say anything about it. And you better not dare bring COVID in or the vaccine. And it's not necessarily COVID killed them, but the vaccine. It's causing strokes in older people. Why can't we raise these questions? I mean, just be truthful. 
this vaccine, we thought it was going to be a panacea we, because everyone was afraid and we thought that Trump couldn't come up with it. I mean, b- blame Trump for it, but they won't. You know why? Because there is an arterial motive behind this vaccine. They went into Frankenstein lab and they did something that they should not have been doing with the vaccine. Exactly. And Rob, you watch if President Trump comes out and speaks against this vaccine, his polling numbers are going to go up five or six percent immediately, I would say. Um, People are very skeptical of this vaccine. We've seen the Democrats push this vaccine and uh, it's obviously not had the results that were promised originally. I think President Trump needs to come out and say, look, this vaccine for some, it might be better than nothing. Um, we did it to try and save lives. It's not working out for everyone. Um, he definitely needs to put his opinion out there and that he is not going to try and uh, shove this down people's throats like we've just went through with this Biden administration. You're right. He needs to come out. But I think that Trump, I, I'm, I'm just guessing here, he's thinking that if he were to come out and say something against it, something that he was able to get out there with Operation Warp Speed, that is going to be a dent against him. But it, it won't be. He needs to be able to put it into perspective and said, look, we were in a crisis that was created by the media and the left. I did my best because I was trying to open things up. And I said, if they want a vaccine, we're going to get it. But little did I know that behind the scenes, they were working on another plan, which was to, to scare people which was to change the DNA of people, which was to put something in their body that shouldn't be there. I now know that. And it's unfortunate. So I would tell you, and he always said, you know, if you want to take it, take it. If you don't, that's fine. But he should come out and clearly say that. Because right now what they're trying to do and what they have done was shut down certain elements of society and and not allow people to work and to fire people who didn't want to take it. Think about it. They were forcing this down us, and you've got stupid, crazy activist judges who went to these Ivy League schools who just rolled over and said, oh, no, you got to do it. It's like, but wait a minute. You just said that we have these frontline workers. We need to appreciate them. And now you're going to say we're going to fire them because they don't want to take this vaccine? Are you serious? What kind of sense does that make? If we had a trustworthy media, they would explain this, but we don't. So we're stuck with After Dark with Robin Andrew, and we're going to explain it to you every time because they will not. We're going to pick this up on the other side of the break. Yes, we will. But if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. Here at America Out Loud, we've been working with Healthy Cell for a couple years, and it's a great experience. You can order your Healthy Cell. They'll get it to you in the mail almost immediately. This stuff really does work. You can go to HealthyCell.com, read the reviews, check out the products, and save 25% off for being a listener of After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Just type in the promo code OUTLOUD at checkout. So go to HealthyCell.com, use the promo code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Nature. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. 
Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Last block of the show. There's, there's so much to cover coming up on this anniversary of COVID. And uh, I'm looking at my notes. Davos being back in play. And the secret meetings, as I call it, and what they're planning on pushing down through uh, these Western countries. And then they'll try to push it out in all the other countries. You know, one of the things I was wondering about COVID that we never got an answer to is that how many people did it affect in Africa? We never got that. We know that it went there, but there wasn't much said. So it, it it does seem as if, though, this thing was engineered. And it was by design. We know that China is at the top of it. Oh, and Andrew, did you read that? Did you see that piece that I sent you? That Mike Pompeo, who everyone's saying he's looking at running for president, in an upcoming book, he claims that Trump told him, Mike, shut the F up. And he said that because <laughs> he and Trump were having a discussion about COVID. And Trump and, and Mike was saying that China knew more than what they were actually saying. Yeah, but Trump has been saying that all along. But hey, he says that Trump told him, you know, we're trying to work out these deals and you're going to anger the Chinese. And that Zeping had contacted Trump and said, hey, what is this guy doing? You know, he's messing things up. So Mike Pompeo said that Trump told him to shut the F up. Now, I, I did Trump say that? Yeah, he probably told uh, Mike Pompeo to shut the, the F up. I almost said the word <laughs> because Mike was probably talking too much about something that Trump is like, look, we're going to focus on that later. But Trump has always been up front saying that China unleashed this and there's something wrong there. Mike might be uh, trying to interpret this in a different way. 
fashion because he wants to run for the presidency. And you know, when people want to sell books, they're going to always embellish things and say things to get people to say, oh, I need to read this. I need to look, I need to get this. I mean, the other day, Nikki Haley, who, <laughs> can you believe it? Can you guys believe that Nikki is thinking about running for the presidency? I mean, Andrew, you and I, we like her. And when she was the ambassador of the UN, we thought, man, this woman is on fire. And she was always on fire. And she always had Trump's back. And it's not to say that she doesn't have it now because they've been in conversations and talking about different things. But when she came out and attacked Trump without having all the facts on Jan 6, the same way Kevin McCarthy had attacked him, and the same way some, some others have done the same thing. It's like, uh-uh, that's it. That's it. If you don't have all the facts, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I don't think she's going to do very well running for office. Um, as I've told Rob and text message and other places, I used to get her and uh, Christy Noem mixed up. I think they look kind of similar, but uh, I would support Christy Noem over uh, Nikki Haley. And I heard Christy Noem has presidential aspirations as well. So uh, it'd be interesting to see. Maybe those two will cancel each other out because... Uh, they're both female, and uh, they both have a similar look, and people might get them confused if we're being honest and talking about voters and not people who follow politics on a daily basis. Well, I don't get them confused. I mean, they both have dark hair, but <laughs> uh, that's, that's, I, I never thought about that. But I, I, I see Nikki Haley over Christine Nome, and that's not to say that Christine Nome isn't an effective leader. I just think that uh, Nikki Haley has more gravitas, but she lost it when she came out and attacked Trump. And see, I have a problem with people who come out and attack other people without having all the facts. I mean, it's a knee-jerk reaction, I guess, but it's like, look at who you're dealing with. You know how the media will quickly accuse them of things that aren't true. You look at the whole Russia collusion. It was a big lie. I never once bought it. I knew it was a lie. But you had so many people buying it, and you even had Republicans who were like, maybe he did. Maybe that's how he won. Because, folks, you got to realize that a lot of people didn't think Donald Trump was going to win because they just saw him as being a reality show personality, larger than life. He's a billionaire. He talks a lot of smack. But no, he can't win. But he won. And you know why else they thought he couldn't win? And I mentioned this. It's because Republicans did not have a good ground game. Republicans have been gunshy for the past 40 years because they weren't allowed to monitor polling sites. And this was thanks to some judge back in the 80s who enter, had Republicans and Democrats to enter into an agreement that Republicans would stand down. And it was only lifted, believe it or not, in 2015. And then in two, because the judge died, and then in 2018, Barack Obama, of all people, appointed another judge who said, we're going to get rid of this. Republicans, this is not fair. And that's how Republicans started. They're, they're now trying to play catch up. So it just leads me to what I was saying, that you know people didn't think Trump was going to win because we didn't have the infrastructure. But they didn't know that Trump was able to create an infrastructure and to say, look, I'm a people's man. I'm not a politician. So he won. They didn't think it was going to happen. So when they came up with Russia collusion, you had Republicans who were readily, readily wanting to believe that maybe he did collude. Maybe this did happen. And now we see that it didn't happen. And in my opinion, the way this should be covered 
the way that we should be just really dissecting this and say it didn't happen. And this is the reason why it didn't happen. And these were the lawyers. It's not out there. And you know why it's not out there? Because John Durham was unable to get a conviction on Michael Sussman. I do believe that had they found him guilty, the entire house of cars would have just, they would have just started falling down one by one, just like dominoes. It would have been a domino effect. But because he could not get a conviction, that just threw everything into left field and people just said, okay, let's just forget about it. I mean, I even said that if he can't get this, he should just pack it up and go home because he's wasting everyone's time. Now, I know people are saying, yeah, but the information is out there in the public square, but who's talking about it? No one is talking about it. But what we are talking about is diversity and equity. What we are talking about is that men can be women and have babies. What we are talking about is George Santos. What aren't we talking about? The Department of Justice being corrupt. Christopher Ray being corrupt. Joe Biden having classified documents as the vice president should not have had them. Though some are saying that Barack Obama gave him the authority to declassify. Okay, maybe he did. But does Barack Obama have that authority? And why would he give that to his vice president? Was he giving it to him to appease him? Because Joe really didn't want to be the vice president. He always thought he was better than Barack Obama. That's something that's never covered. We don't have anyone looking at that angle. But we have all these other journalists that are, and historians that are writing everything else negative about Trump because they want to spin the narrative. They want to tell the story. Now, some of you would say, well, why don't you write the book? Okay, who's going to publish the book? All the woke how, uh, publishing companies are woke. We sat back and allowed all these kids to go to school, to be indoctrinated, to come out confused as to whether or not they're a boy or a girl, male or female. And now they've taken a lot of these jobs and they're, they're pushing their wacky, crazy agendas. That's how this happened. Because Republicans were too busy. We're, we're conservatives. We want to look at making the money. We don't have time for that. Yeah, but look at what, to what extent. Look at what we sacrificed. Look at what we gave up. So it's very difficult for us to get the truth out there. And then when we see the truth, we dance around it. Going back to this whole thing with Biden and the Stingray. People should be up in arms over this. They should be angry that we saw the documents in his garage. But is the media reporting on it? No. But what did they, what did they report on? They report on a fake staged picture that the FBI went out and spread a document in Mar-a-Lago, and they took pictures of it, and they gave it to the media, fed it to the media, then the media fed it to you, then you guys said, oh, my God, he's such a bad man. Trump, he's just so unorganized. He moved those documents there. How could he? Whereas we have a fact, factual picture in Joe Biden's garage with classified documents, we know for a fact that he took the documents, we know for a fact that they were there, we also know that the people that are finding these documents, lawyers, have not been given clearance, so now they have access to the documents. Now, we know about that, and we're reporting on that, but we're not reporting on things that matter, how the media lied. Big tech lied. Look at the Twitter files. That's just gone, gone by the wayside. All this information has been exposed. And if you want to ask your average American about it, they'll say, oh, yeah, but no, but what Trump did, it's like, but do you hear me? The FBI and the CIA colluded to keep information from the American voters because they didn't want Trump to be president. The FBI, the CIA, and our justice system colluded and they allow ballots to be pushed through that should not have been pushed through. Do you hear what we're saying? Oh, no, no, no. You know why? Because the media isn't reporting on it. 
And you know what else? The same way the media wasn't reporting accurately on COVID. Now, let's take a step back. Martin Luther King, we just celebrated his birthday. JFK, not too long ago. What was coming up on the death of JFK? Now, think about these two deaths. A lot of people believe that the CIA and the FBI had something to do with it. If they had something to do with that, don't you think it is possible that they also colluded to keep Trump from being president? Oh, that's a hard reach. We, we can't fathom that. That's impossible. But you can fathom that the FBI and the CIA had something to do with JFK's death and Martin Luther King's death. Martin Luther King, yes, James Earl Jones, Ray, James Earl Ray, whatever his name is, killed King. But how did he get money to go overseas, this southern guy? How did he get that money? Who gave it to him? It's never been investigated. But we can say, oh, it's plausible that the FBI has something to do with it, but it's not plausible that they had something to do with the election of 2020. You see? Americans, we just sit there and we just take what the media gives us because the media has a vested interest to lie to us. No one's thinking about it. It's like, oh, okay, okay, we, we don't like Trump anyway. Whereas before he ran, Trump was the model. He was the person that everyone wanted to be. He was the billionaire, the quintessential billionaire. You had rappers rapping about him, Snoop Dogg rapping about him, J.C. Jackson and L. Sharpton. Oh, they patting him on the back going to dinner with them. But then the moment he decided to run, oh, he's bad. He's a racist. He's a racist. He's a racist. The whole family's a racist. Whereas Joe Biden sat on TV and said, you're not black if you don't vote for me. Come on, man. And he was given a pass. No one thought there was anything wrong with that. So now, fast forward, if a black person says I'm a conservative, oh, you're not part. You're, who are you? you? You can't be a conservative because you're not voting for Joe Biden. You see how Joe Biden got into your psyche and got you to look down at black conservatives? Look at how they're attacking Brian Donalds and his staff. No one thinks anything about it. It's okay. But black people want diversity and equity. Yeah, but you're shooting your very own. Uh, you want diversity and equity? You want people to just be given a job just because of the color of their skin? Didn't your ancestors deal with that, that they couldn't get a job? And now you're okay with it? You're okay with people getting swaths of money, million dollars in San Francisco? Because we were enslaved and we, things didn't go right for us? Whereas you had affirmative action, you had all these things that were to benefit you, but you had these white, quote, liberals keeping you from it? And now you want the whole world, the whole United States to be penalized? This won't end well. And on top of that, they're going to get rid of you and put in all these make-believe people, trans people. Trans people do have an issue. They have a mental problem. How is it that I can say that I'm Rob? Oh, but I'm also John. Oh, you have schizophrenia. You, you have a medical condition. But I can wake up and say I'm a man, and then by noon, oh, I'm a woman. Oh, and that's acceptable. You guys don't see there's something wrong with this? But yet and still... And Davos, Switzerland, they're talking about these things. They saying, this is how we're going to make this right. This is how we're going to tell people you need to accept this. The same way they forced COVID down our throats and said, we have to accept that. And don't question it. Put that mask on. You better take that vaccine. The vaccine that when Trump came out with it, they said, oh, no, if Trump did it, we can't take it. Then the moment they cheated, the media, big tech, FBI, and CIA, and supplanted Joe Biden as the president, he's actually the resident, then everybody got to take the vaccine. March up, get in line, Don't no pushing, no shoving. 
show us your arm. That's just one doctor said, God gave me two arms so that I can get a shot. And people just went along with it. You got movie stars coming out saying, oh, take the shot, take the vaccine. You got these t- talk show hosts saying, oh, yeah, take the vaccine. Oh, yeah. Stephen Colbert doing a s- silly dance. Meanwhile, people are getting sick. They don't know why they're getting sick. But take the vaccine. You better take the vaccine. We knew what the flu vaccine would do. We knew what it would do. We knew that, hey, it's not going to keep you from getting it, but it will protect you. And if you do get it, you'll be okay. But we were told with the vaccine from Joe Biden himself, and Trump never said this. Trump never said, if you take the vaccine, you won't get COVID. But Joe told us, if you take the vaccine, you won't get COVID. If you take the vaccine, you won't die. And now we know that more people have died from taking that vaccine than people who have not taken the vaccine. Rachel Maddow of MSNBC. But no one is saying anything about it. No one wants to connect the dots. Because if you do, the folks back in Davos might say, we need to stop him. Because, you know, Twitter, they can no longer use Twitter for that. The public square. They can't censor you. So they want to look at other ways to censor you. And well, no one's going to say anything about it. So we're coming up on the anniversary of COVID and still people wear the mask and they're just, oh, I'm so happy I took the vaccine and my kids took the vaccine and, oh, we're just a happy family. And grandma just died. Your uncle, who's 27, just dropped dead. But don't say anything about it. Don't connect the two because you're not smart enough. You're not supposed to be smart enough to connect the two. You listen to what we say. We'll tell you what you're supposed to think. Really? Really? And and this is America? What about freedom of thought? Oh, they want to tear down the Constitution and put a diversity and equity Constitution up there. Because that would be much better, diversity and equity. We want that constitution. Really? <laughs> so we say nothing. Andrew, hey, what, what can I say? I mean, we, we do our best to inform and to raise questions. And hopefully people will think and say, wow, they've got a point. And I hope that's what many of you are doing. You're thinking. You don't have to agree with us. But you got free thought. And it's worth considering. And it's worth doing your own research. Granted, they will probably try and alter that as well, especially Google. But you can do your darnest and your best to get out there and try to connect the dots as much as you can. What do you say, Andrew? Yeah, you're absolutely right. We're coming up on the end of the show. I just want to mention briefly this uh, pro wrestler, Jay Briscoe, who recently passed away in a head-on car accident. A tragic situation. Um, His two daughters happened to be in the car. He was taking them to cheer practice. Uh, He passed away on impact. Uh, His two daughters were both in critical condition. Uh, Apparently, they are doing slightly better. But what's so interesting about this is TBS is who promotes uh, AEW wrestling. And they would not allow AEW to uh, mention him in any tribute or anything like that because of this guy's past. Where in 2010, after Delaware passed um, gay marriage... He tweeted, the Delaware Senate passed a bill yesterday that allows same-sex couples to get married. If that makes you happy, then congratulations. He he followed that saying, try and teach my kids that there's nothing wrong with that and I'll shoot you. Well, that tweet led to him getting canceled. He was never allowed on national television to work for AEW. And uh, even though the guy died in a car accident taking his daughters to cheerleading practice... Uh, They would not let the company mention him in a tribute, which I just think is a real shame. 
that we have this cancel culture where someone could say something 10, 15 years ago, and it is still being held against them. Um, it's just got to go away, and it's a real shame. Andrew, what was the guy's name again? Uh, Jay Briscoe was his wrestling name. Jay Briscoe. I used to watch wrestling. Like, I kind of heard of that. But it just goes back to what we were saying, the overall theme. You know, how people, if you sit back and you don't speak out, you don't say anything. They have won. Now, why is it that they won't mention him simply because he said, hey, if you want to talk to my kids about that, you know, I'll shoot you. You look at Christy Alley, Christy Alley, very popular actress, died, and very little was said about her. Hmm. Very little was said about her because they didn't like her because she supported Trump, because they didn't like her. Now, she didn't always support Trump, but she was like, what he's saying makes sense, but they didn't like her. So, okay, we're going to counsel her. History, I hope we'll go back and we'll call all of these loons out because this is ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. And if you were to let someone else die, oh, they'll talk about it, some transgender. Oh, well, this and that. I heard the other day Laverne Cox was coming out saying, oh, the right, they're trying to attack us because they don't want gender-affirming surgery and gender-affirming care. No, it's not gender-affirming care. It's mutilation of young children. That's what it is. Keep your hands off my children. Stay away from my children. So I'm glad you mentioned this guy, Jay Briscoe. It's an abomination that the media has gotten to this. His real name is, uh, they call him Jammin' Pew J. Briscoe. Yep. Gosh, unfortunate. That's, that's really sad that this is where the country has gotten to. Yeah. We're not going to mention him because, you know, he, he, didn't, he, did, he didn't agree with our agenda. So let's just dismiss him. Shame on you. Yeah, absolutely. Shame on TBS for that. Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Or as always, you can go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.